Hey there! Thank you for tuning in to Trans Planar RPG! We are an all-transgender, people-of-color-led, 100% homebrew, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition livestreamed actual play campaign set in an original, non-colonial, anti-orientalist world. I am your Game Master, Connie, my pronouns are they, he, and she, and this is my cast. My name is C, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Okahaye, an Asamar blood hunter slash monster hunting expert. I'm Erica, and I play V Nocturzo, your lovable elf sorcerer slash charlatan with draconic ancestry. My name is Lyra, and I use they-she pronouns. I play Manaya Wairua, a half-orc fighter with a sailing background. I'm Max, my pronouns are they-them, and I play Dewey Quirk, an Aarakoko artificer and researcher on the run from his former employers at the Ohanahi Research Laboratory. You can support Transplaner RPG by pledging to our Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res assets, and much, much more. As a heads up, this podcast contains sound effects that might be jarring to some audiences. We do not utilize jump scares, but if you're sonically sensitive, please be aware. You can also support us by giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps immensely with getting new listeners to find us. So, with that out of the way, here are the content warnings for this episode. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, violent showdowns against turtles and alligators, explosions, snakes, quicksand, and non-explicit references to burning, drowning, and being buried alive. Arc 2, Episode 13. Bittersweet, Undefeated, from Poems and Fragments by Sappho, translated by Josephine Balmer. Dun, 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 dun. Lovers, risk takers, and vagabonds of the championship of Nabal, my name is Neela Gaushun, and I am reporting live from the village of Shadecap in the Court of Ravens, where the derelict death derby is about to begin. Neela, why don't you tell us who the favorites to win this treacherous race through the Paluto Wield are? Certainly, Stalker! First up, we have the Slitherers, a quartet of siblings whose eldest sister is a giant snake. Laboratory accident, very tragic, but it has made the four of them dangerous competitors as the snake is fast over land and water. Next up, we have... Oh, hold on, Neela. There, there seems to be some commotion on the shore. And the crystal eyeball that's floating in front of these two commentators, uh, swivels, focusing its glowing iris upon the pond in the center of the village of Shadecap, uh, where there is a massive roar uh, as a T-Rex balloons up. Seemingly out of nowhere, nearby a smaller rig, its huge tail threatening to smash nearby racers and their rigs into smithereens. By God and Nectus, Neela, and then three beams of light, a shootout also from nowhere, hitting the T-Rex, a drow woman, and an elven woman. And then all three of them grow scales, get small, elongate, and turn into alligators. Stalker, uh, get a bead on the T-Rex alligator team. Who are they? I'm not sure, Neela. They're not on the list of favorites to win the contest. Looks like we've got a dark centaur in this race. Oh, there goes the starting gun, and they're off. Uh, and the eyeball streaks into the sky, whizzing past galloping hooves, splashing water, and jutting branches, uh, weaving through the race, getting the best angle on this derby. But we're 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 not in the first wave of people coming out uh, because we're zooming in now on our three heroes: Oka, 
Manaya, and Dewey, uh, accompanied by the alligator formerly known as V. And as soon as the starting gun, bang, goes up with a big explosion, Lore, this tiefling who seems to be in charge of the bone breakers, right? The people whose chariot, whose rig you're borrowing. Uh, she shrieks. She hops into the chariot, abandoning her, her scuffle with you for now, Oka. Uh, gestures for the three of you to get into the rig as well. Damn it! Oh no, we don't have time! Okay, the race has started. Come on, we have to go. They're leaving us behind. What did the four of you do? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. V, 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 can you understand me? V, are you still in there? <laughs> and V just like quickly <laughs> scuttles into the water to like, once she's in the water, she's like flying uh, to, to, to the, 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 whatever the setup is. Right. Uh, so y'all are all sort of the starting line is sort of like on the shore of this pond, which feeds into the Black Tongue River. And at this point, everyone is shot, you know, ahead of you. Uh, everyone's like gone off. There's like a huge like like explosion of mud, like spattering into the air, like water splashing uh, as all these rigs and drawn by their various animals, like get into the pond and begin like swimming toward toward where the uh, pond meets the tributary, meets the, the Black, the Black Tongue. And Lore is quickly gesturing, says, oh, well, hey, 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 scrum, scrum. Get a harness! Get a harness over that elf alligator lady! Come on, we we need her! Maybe she can she can she can pull us along too! And V, you feel little goblin hands, like getting all over your scales, a little goblin feet perching on your back as someone tries to wrangle a harness over you. Are you resisting? No, I'm I'm all like, uh, <laughs> do alligators wag their tail? I should have done research. Oh they my god, like but I'm slither. just <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like hyped. I'm like, let's let's go. Okay, why don't, roll, <laughs> why don't you roll sleight of hand as an alligator with your new alligator stats to see how quickly you can help Scrum get the harness on to see like <laughs> what your starting position is in the race. Why do you make me roll sleight of hand when I'm no longer mean? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's an eight. I would have been like a 17 or 18. Okay, so you have two points of personal inspiration and there are two points of collective inspiration. Would you like to use any of them? Uh, sure, I'll use a personal inspiration. Make that re-roll, and I've got a big fluffy D20. Oh my God. That was even worse. I'll go with the eight. Okay. <laughs> That's so sad. Okay, I think what this means, unless anyone would like to intervene to try to help, means y'all are going to lag pretty far behind. Some of you got right some animal handling. Uh, I think Oka's probably the closest, and they're like shrieking like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I swear to God, I'm going to give you all of my gold for the next two weeks, okay? Any gold is yours. I'm so sorry. And they are trying to help put on the harness, I think. Okay, that sounds like you're um, pleading pathetically. So to help and, 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 you know, I was role playing whilst also helping. I know, I know. But based on how you're helping, I'm going to make you, Oka, roll a persuasion check to help. Because you're, you're, how you're helping is you're like, you're basically telling V that you're going to give her all your gold. So what'd you get? A zero. A negative two. A two with a negative, a fucking zero, Connie. I got a fucking zero. Would you like Can to use a point Can we go back to the of... safe point? <laughs> back to this. We're is out this, of save, this... okay? Uh, so Oka, you can use a point of collective inspiration if you would like. I feel rather dismal. I think Oka maybe is just fucking panicking so hard that they are... I rolled a zero. What do you want from me? This is... Uh -huh. You did this. I think what this means is uh, <laughs> a v, v legator. You feel the little goblin hands on it, like wrestling the harness over your body. And then you like hear like through like... Because you're like coming in and out of the water. You hear Oka go, I'm so sorry. 
gold, I promise. Uh, as like, they're like trying to like help wrestle it on, but I think it's just agitating you even more. And at this point, Manaya, what do you do? As you see like, even like the stragglers, you see like a big slow hippo, you know, like going past you guys. Like you are like the last people on this shore. What do you do? Manaya, I think sees this and she's on the boat right now on the, like the chariot or whatever. So I think she, she looks over and she's like, oh, by the gods. And she jumps off the side of the boat with her axe in one hand, hooks it onto like a part of the chariot, uh, and is gonna reach down to grab Oka and say, Oka, there's no time, just get on the boat, let's go. Oka's like, I'm so, I'm so sorry, oh fuck. Uh, and they kind of like, they like shove the wand in their sash uh, and take Manaya's hand and swing up and in. Okay, uh, so the three of you hop into the chariot. Uh, I'm assuming you're also going, Dewey? Yeah. Uh, I don't actually think Dewey saw V get, get turned into an alligator because the boat lifted up as the T-Rex grew. Uh, and then slam back down. <laughs> so Dewey's like, Where, where's V? Uh, you, you see a little tie on this alligator. Is that it? Maybe. Maybe Canon V? Or do you still have a little bit of your... You said oh, you had your vest. Oh, yeah. On. Yeah. yeah. Last week, I said that the vest and tie were still there. Uh, yeah. So maybe. you see an extra alligator and you see <laughs> you see Oka maybe talking is... to it like it's it's V. Uh, yes, Manaya? Maybe Dewey's on like, the back of the boat trying to repair something. Maybe he doesn't see it quite yet. Do we do you want to not see any of this and not know where V is? Manaya, I'll figure we'll have to resolve it eventually. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, sounds good. So you can sort of intuit what has happened given the fact that someone else has turned into an alligator uh, and that this huge T-Rex has shrunk down, right? Like from its former T-Rex form. Uh, so with that, uh, Manaya, are you still outside of the boat or have you hopped back in as Scrum is like, giddy up, come on, Allie, come on, Gator, come on, V, V, I, v, I guess. Uh, and as this <laughs> goblin's trying to like work the three of you. Yeah, as soon as Oka takes Manaya's hand, she's going to swing them up and then swing back up herself and just any preparation that we can do to get this thing moving. Sounds good. Okay, as soon as you swing back on, you are literally, you see like a, a huge snail, like drawing like another rig uh, and they're like ahead of you and the snail gets in the water and gets really fast for no reason. Uh, so you're literally dead last and you can like hear the two commentators going, oof. I guess that wasn't a dark center after all, Neela, just a fluke. As, as your three alligators plow into the water, like waves come up after, as their scales like dip underneath the surface. Uh, and the chariot, after it you know, sloshes through the mud a little and then floats along the, the, the top of this pond. And V, Ali, and Gator, the three of you, take off. So the f y'all are dead last currently. Uh, and you're like coming out of this pond, like the huge like mushrooms of shade cap, like farther and farther into the distance. Um, the closest person ahead of you is the snail. Uh, and there are a couple like dozen feet ahead at this point because the snail is going very fast through the water. What's the game plan here? How do you plan to catch up before you hit the black tongue? What do the four of you do? Dewey's going to try and rig up his crossbow with a bolt that has like a piece of scrap metal that's it's kind of spiky, um, kind of like a grappling hook, and then attach rope to the back of it and try and get uh, a hold of that snail up there. Uh, that's an 11. An 11, okay. Uh, the so y'all see like Dewey like MacGyver, like a grappling, like a hook that he can fire out of this crossbow and this rope and it fires off. And I think the propulsion of it like rockets you backward a little as your back like hits the main mass, you're bracing against it. We follow like the trajectory of this grappling hook as it like flies through the air, like the rope like 
like rippling out behind it, and then it lodges into the back uh, of the boat that the snail was pulling along. And then like you, all of you sort of feel like a bit of inertia, and then like, boom, as you get like pulled along forward. Uh, but the snail seems to be struggling to pull both its own boat and all of you. So at this rate, you've hitched a nice ride along the snail, but what you've accomplished is you slow down the snail, even though you've you've sped up a little bit and you're still not quite bridging the gap. Yes, Manaya? At this, Manaya sees this, maybe sees the arrow whiz past, and she turns back and goes, you're genius, and she grabs the end of the rope, wraps it around her hands, and wraps it around the base of the mast, and then is going to start pulling the ropes to just, like, get us going that much faster, and maybe, like, launch us past. Yeah, okay, make an athletics check. She's so strong. Could I assist with that? Are you also going to be pulling on the rope? Yeah, I think Oka would see Manaya start to do that and, and help. Sounds good. So make that with advantage, Manaya. See if you crit. A 13. We'll stick with that. Okay. Yeah. So as you're pulling, like both of you are like pulling, pulling, pulling. And it's interesting because you're basically like pulling them back as you're launching yourself forward. Uh, and mm-hmm. at the last moment, I think like the air, the arrow rips out of the back of the boat and you're the, all of you go propelling forward. And you hear Laura go, see you later, suckers. Last one. There is a rotten egg. <laughs> Woo! This is awesome. Woo! Uh, as like the wind is like gushing on her. Keep your hands on the reins. Oh shit, whoops. <laughs> she like, she holds onto the alligators again uh, as you begin to swim. And at this point, the pond hits the river. And wow, the force of the current like slams into like your boat and slams into UV and the rest of the gators like, a, like it just hits you like a punch. Like the pond is still, right? It doesn't really have a current. There's a little tiny tributary that feeds into the Black Tongue. But once you're on the Black Tongue, the main river, whoa, it's like you like respect to moss crawler, like respect to all boats because this is one fast current. You can see like the other like competitors ahead of you, but they're like within like arm's reach almost as they're struggling against the current as well. So V, I need you to make a constitution saving throw to see how you battle against this current as an alligator. 18, Beatrice. 18, bitches! Uh, yeah, you lead. You're, like, in the middle, and you're, like, leading Ali and Gator. You can see, like, Ali and Gator, like, they're, like, panting, like, they're tired, like, they're struggling against this current already, so, like, how do you, how do you encourage your comrades? It's going to be a little bit of performance. Uh, v is going to, like a dolphin, jump out of the water. It's going to be like slow motion, the last one. V is like in the air, and there's like a twinkle <laughs> in the gator eye. You can see she's taking a big breath, and, she, and like if there were words to go with it, she's like a roar. Oh my God, roar. okay. There's a roar that if you heard it from miles away, you would be able to hear, let's go, friends. And then she dives in after taking a huge big breath and just is like off like a can. As okay. Much as I love that. Okay, make a charisma athletics check with advantage, <laughs> given how high you rolled for your constitution saving throw. All right. You said with advantage? Yes. So for mixed yeah. skill checks, uh, you use the base of your charisma, but you add proficiency with athletics if you have it. I think as an alligator, you have it. Okay. So 19. 19. Yeah, as you you arc beautifully through the air and you splash back down like a professional, like U.S. Olympic diver. And Ali and Gator, like, they go, 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 and they, they begin to, like, paddle, like, even faster because they're, they're so encouraged by your performance and your daring spirit. And I think you can communicate with them through Gator speech. And, like, behind you, you hear Ali go, Sister, you have inspired me and my brother. Let's win this thing! That's the ticket we can do. Well, I guess that's the ticket we should we can do this. And you hear Gator go, "I'm 
so glad we're alligators. I, you know, I wasn't sure if I wanted to be one, but now I feel pretty good about being a crocodile. <laughs> that little bit of backstory drop for alligator. Uh, but none of the rest of you hear this. You just hear them like snarling in a terrifying manner. As your rig gets pulled forward, you like, you bust past like that slow hippo. You know, you bust past like someone else who has like oddly enough horses that seem to be able to swim. They're sort of doing like a breaststroke. It's very odd. No, no. No, no, horses do not breaststroke. Absolutely not. It's a doggy paddle. Okay, fuck you, Connie. <laughs> Looks like an X card from C, our farm boy. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna X card that and say the horses are breaststroking, but they're doggy paddling through the water in a very admirable fashion, and they're going oh, snarfing and, and neighing against against their reins. And you're beginning to catch up to like the rest of everyone. You've like you've beaten the stragglers, and you're now at the back of the pack of everyone else. Right, you're now like solidly below average. And as you're like, <laughs> as you're fighting, as sorry, <laughs> solidly below average. Good job, D and D parties, <laughs> below average. Uh, and as you're fighting against the current, all of you hear Lord go, "Wait, wait, we need, we should go off there. We should go off to the west. There's a shortcut. Remember, the fastest way from A to B is a short line, is a straight line. Come on." As she begins to tug on your reins, V, like pulling you away from like the rest of the crowd and off toward like the shore, like on the other side of the bank. How do the four of you respond? Do I see anything? All of you make a perception check if you would like. V, why don't you do so with disadvantage because you're also pulling something and you're swimming and you're going in and out of the water. Oh, you just 15 canceled the net. 15 for me. 16 for me. Oh, uh, V, what was that? <laughs> I had a net 20, but now it's a seven. Oh, that's so sad. Uh, and do we? Twelve. Okay, all of you sort of got like middling to okay rolls. Uh, so I would say all of you see like it's not a shore actually. Uh, as you get look closer, it seems to be like an offshoot of the river, almost like a little creek that seems to go down like a kind of gentle slope. You sort of see like a little bit of like rushing water going that way, and like trees that are twisted. The interesting thing about these trees, a uh, Manaya and uh, Oka, the two of you notice on the shore that Laura's trying to like get y'all toward, is they're sort of like bulbous. And they've got these like fruits that seem to like pulsate a little. Uh, and all of them are kind of like reddish. It's a little, it's a little bit more dangerous, but it's faster, I promise. And based on your understanding of geography, all of you know that, yeah, that's that's the direction of the raven's eye. Like the black tongue to keep it, like it'll go around, you know, in a more roundabout way. But this is a straight shot, you know, and might allow you to like jump. Cause you're at the back of the pack. Like if you take this shortcut, you might be able to jump to the front. What do the four uh, of you do? Are we going to make it? Like, are we on a trajectory to get there? Yes, you are. Okay. Let's do it. All right. As the all of you like turn like from like an aerial view, like we see this like crystal eyeball like floating and like following. Uh, and we hear like the commentator's voice go, Whoa, what's this? It looks like our dark centaur has decided to shirk the middle path. We follow as we see like a tiny little rig like peel away from like the main group of like people going up this river and toward a creek. And we hear like another commentator's voice go, oh, that will certainly take them directly to the finish line. But hold on, that's the Boylan Creek. And that's what we get as, as we like, we like go off of the river and we go down into this creek. It's like, like a Disney like theme ride almost. Like we see like animals like on the shore. Like you just see their like bare forms as um, the three alligators like tear, like tear down this river, uh, this little creek. And we see these like pulsating, like they look like fruits maybe or like flower bulbs, like on either side of the shore. Like and as you pass, you see them like shudder almost. And then as you skim by, a couple of them explode. Uh, and I need all of you to make a, let's see, dexterity saving throw. Nat 20. Hey, nat 20 from our alligator V. How about the rest of you? 14. 12. 
14, ten. 12, 10. Okay. <laughs> Dewey, Oka, and Manaya. Okay, the three of you are going to take uh, only four, four points of fire damage as huge gouts of like steam water like burst out from these pods on the shore and like scald you on the way and you hear lore whooping like in excitement uh and quail heart go oh no oh no my feathers uh and you hear like scrum go come on add a girl and like has somehow like procured spurs on the backs of his like uh, boots and he's like he's like nudging at the at the crocodiles as he's like sitting on the edge of the chariot like nudging the three of you along uh v you're totally fine you take half damage actually with your nat 20 you don't take any damage at all you're able to like duck under the water just at the right moment but as as all of you continue to like go down this creek like it's like it's like super like bumpy like you're the, the chariot like flies out of the air and then splashes back down and it flies out of the air and splashes back down v starting to get a little hot starting to get kind of a kind of warm in the water and the rest of you can feel it too like sweat begins to bead on your foreheads even though the court of ravens is cold even this time of year even in the middle of summer what did the four of you do as it gets hotter and hotter i think manaya uh goes to the edge of the boat and feels some of the spray of the water feels that it's like getting warmer and goes to lauren says laura the water is getting warmer the alligators can't take it we need to get them in to be birds or something something that don't doesn't have to be in the water yeah, well, I don't have my wand that I stole. I mean, bought from someone that I killed. I mean, kidnapped. Who has it? I have it, but I don't know how much longer it's going to work. I also don't know how to work it. I have an idea. I have an idea. This thing has uh, uh, skis, right? Sleds? What if we turn the water to ice and skate on it? How? Okay, just kind of whittles the wand around. So, Oka, why don't you make an arcana check on the wand as you propose this illusion? Too bad the one mute magic user is an alligator in the water, Oka. 16. Okay, with your 16, as you shake this wand, you look at it. Yeah, you can feel like the magical power emanating off of it. And you are able to successfully identify it for what it is. You're piecing together all the clues, right, uh, that you've received. Like, basically by the using clues. it. <laughs> the quote-unquote clues, you're just using it. This is a wand of polymorph, right? And it has a finite number of charges. You and Lore have used four. You don't know how many times it's been used before, but based on your 16, you know there are a couple charges left. So I'm gonna need you to roll a d4 and see how many charges left there are. Fuck, it was a one. <laughs> What's your intelligence modifier? Surprise, surprise, plus three. There are four charges left as you look at this one. Okay, so with that action, y'all have successfully identified the wand, and Oka, you've put forth the kind of ridiculous idea of, like, freezing over this boiling creek. V, it's, it's getting hot. It's getting really hot. I need you to make a constitution, another constitution saving throw. Uh, I'm going to use my last personal inspiration and roll the exact same thing. Eight. We have, oof, okay, that's 10 points of fire damage. Uh, as your scales like vibrate with heat and like like this like hotness is starting to like scorch. You can feel like your eyeballs like stinging. Like you can feel like, like Ali and Gator next to you. They're also like crying out in like Gator tongue being like, oh, this is too much. Ah, oh, sister, what do we do? It's too much for us to handle. Okay, using my uh, Hunter's Bane, what is a very strong flying monster? Oh my god. Okay, uh, so what- Or just like s something that is Pegasus's maybe? Or something like that's strong and can fly? Pegasi would do the trick for sure. A rock? ROC is the strongest flying monster, but they're pretty mythological and they're gigantic. They are very, very, very big. So Considering we're surrounded by trees and- 
more aerodynamic. Well, I feel like Pegasi would probably be the smallest we'd want to go, I would say. Okay. Oka will kind of like get up next to get up next to Scrum and do like a little twiddle with the wand and go, Pegasus, Pegasus, Pegasus! <laughs> Cast the three charges at the alligators. Saving one charge left. Okay, sounds good. Yep. V, are you resisting? Uh, no, I'll just, I don't even recognize I'm halfway in the water. So all of a sudden I just, I'm hit with the surprise realization that I am transforming into a Pegasus. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a ray of horsey. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I should have drawn some more art. I didn't know. <laughs> it's not uh, too late. So V, you feel your body begin to become taller. You feel your like legs like like shoot out. Your your face stays about the same length, but instead of scales, like short fur, like white fur, like ripples out, and your eyes sort of like bulge out from like your scaled lids. Uh, wings sprout from your back, huge and feathery, and your claws turn into hooves with their hard like ends, and your wings begin to flap in the water, and so do Ali and Gabe. Uh, who let out a nay and you hear Allie go I wasn't done being a crocodile uh, as they all like like come out uh, so uh, what's the play here V? V is very happy about this as she begins to flap her wings and do like a majestic whinny <laughs> let's see I do have one question yes when transforming between creatures in a polymorph style how does the HP work? You retain the number of HP you've lost, uh, but you do that to the new max HP. Okay, sounds good. Uh, and yeah, I just, I actually try to like probably fly higher than they actually want me to. I don't know if they want me to fly high into the sky, but that's where I'm, the Winnie is the Winnie of I am a goddess from, the, from, <laughs> from episode, episode one. Episode. Wonderful. I love that callback. So are we trying to get V to fly above the tree line or underneath it? There are advantages and disadvantages to both. I think probably not, because otherwise the boat would swing and we'd be horizontal like this, I believe, as far as I can mm -hmm. tell. So probably like under the tree line, like along the creek, like kind of like they're running on water, but they're flying. That was my idea, at least. Oh, that's that's actually really cool. Why don't I take a point of inspiration for that? See, that's a really cool idea. Does that sound good to so everyone? So you get inspiration for an idea, but Erica has two masterful feats of acting. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Shaking my head. It's so the arbitrary. GM's love. The GM's Shaking love. Anyway, okay, unless anyone has anything else to add, that's exactly what happens. So, V, I'ma need you to make a make an animal handling check to handle yourself as an animal. Uh, to see how well you can you can stay afloat. Which that is that? That is wisdom. wisdom. Oh god. Uh, and roll a seven. Okay, is anyone else trying to help? I feel like if Oka is up there and if Scrum is losing control of the reins, Oka would take them uh, and shout at V to calm the fuck down, fly! So Erica, why don't V, why don't you roll that one more time? Oka's given you another advantage. <laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> Seven is the highest I've rolled then. Manaya, Dewey, would the two of you like to help? Do we give guidance on how to fly? I don't know, Manaya can't do anything. I don't, think, I don't know what I could do at this point. <laughs> All right, if we're out of ideas, then it's a seven. Uh, what this means is, V, I'm gonna give you a hard choice. Okay, either the magic, it holds, but the magic doesn't, uh, or the magic holds, but you don't. I don't understand what that means. The polymorph is either gonna end, but you're fine, or you're not fine, but the polymorph stays for a bit longer. Well, let's go with I'm not fine then. Okay, so what this means is the three Pegasi 
try to be majestic horses, like walking on water, but what ends up happening is they go under, over, under, over, just as like the creek is equally bouncy. Uh, so I need everyone in the chariot to make a, God, what even would this be? Dexterity saving throw to prevent being bucked out of the rig. Yes, Manaya. Advantage because I have experience in roiling boats. Yeah, let's say you do. A 16 for Oka. Okay. 13 for Dewey. 13 for Dewey. <laughs> Manaya. Dewey can fly. No, no big deal. Dewey can fly. Uh, yeah, Dewey, you're bucked out of of the of the rig. Everyone else is fine. They're like staying in it, you know. Like you can hear like the bone breakers whooping and whooping. They love this. They love how dangerous and terrifying it is. Dewey, you fly sideways out of the rig and you're spinning through the air in like a cascade of dirty feathers. And your tools, you can see it's like some of them go flying out of your pockets. What do you do as you're spinning through the air, Dewey? Oh, uh, oh gosh. Do I have any rope left, or did I leave that with the grappling hook on board? Do you think that Manaya's nat 20 would be able to help Dewey, maybe? It was an unnatural 20. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, so you have your rope left, but let's say you see like, uh, you see like, you see two tools fly out. This is like bullet time, like Matrix, as you're like spinning through the air. What do you do, Dewey? I don't think my wingspan is enough to reach them. (laughs) Also, his dexterity. I think Dewey wasn't expecting this at all. He was working on something and just gets tumbled right out of the boat. Just like lands on the bank somewhere. You know what, Max, I'm gonna give Dewey one point of inspiration for taking it like a champ. Uh, <laughs> as you don't try to um, save your tools, right? Because you're like, you're so caught up in the moment. One of your tools like plops onto the bank with you. The other one falls into the river and begins to float away. So what tool did you lose? I lose a crowbar. Okay, so strike that off of your equipment as you're on the bank. Uh, and all of you see, all of you like start to rocket past Dewey. <laughs> you're like going downstream, like away from Dewey. What do the rest of you do? Would there be enough time with my nap 20 to be able to, with the rocking of the boat, basically do what Manaya did at the beginning, where she used the hook end of her axe head to swing down and grab Dewey? Or was he like in the back of the boat and too far back? You can make a check, but it's going to be a risky check, because if you don't do well, you're also going to fall overboard or you might lose your axe. So would you like to try it? I'm going to go for it. Okay, make a, what is this, athletics check for me, please, Manai. As you're like rocketing past the shore, you see Dewey, you launch yourself over, and what'd you get? 21. 21, that is sufficient. No negative consequences. So describe to me what it looks like as you rescue Dewey. Manai hits some rocking of the boat, and she does the thing where... With the rocking of the boat going up and down, instead of her body going up and down, she like rocks her legs, like bends her legs, and maybe like rocks once, it rocks twice, Dewey goes flying, it rocks a third time, she's got the timing, and with the rocking of the boat, she she jumps and launches herself out of the boat, maybe with a cool yell, I don't know, axe in one hand with like the handle of the axe, her hand is all the way at the end, and she hooks it onto one of the decorations of of the chariot part, uh, swings down and grabs Dewey probably by one of your wings because that's probably what's like flopping about and there's also not a better place to grab uh, swings forward back and into the boat heck yes that was awesome so Manaya, why don't you take a point of inspiration for that awesome maneuver yeah. yeah Dewey you managed to like snatch like the wrench or something that like was fallen onto the bank with you as Manaya pulls you all the way back into the boat and like bullet time ends and we like go all the way like back down the creek yes oka i was just gonna say that dewey's just ragdolling in every direction back and forth <laughs> like he's just a, a beach ball to me <laughs> oka's like all right p- toss him to me i'll punt him 
I love that. Uh, now we are approaching as like the, the Pegasi go in and out, in and out of the water. Uh, so V, as you dip in and out of the water because of your rather unsuccessful check, I'm going to need you to take an additional in total. Let's say this is the additional burn damage you take for the rest of the creek. Another five points of fire damage against your your little hooves as you go through go through the creek. Um, you're approaching, all of you are approaching like a, a bottleneck turn. If you don't make the turn, you're going to spill out onto the bank. But then all of you hear lore like like shout as the turns like coming closer, coming closer, coming closer. No, don't continue down the creek. We gotta go straight. Remember, straight shot. All right, everyone, brace. Do the four of you just brace, or do you do anything special to like help help the brace as you transition from boiling creek uh, to solid question mark mud ground? I think Dewey, my, my is still holding on to Dewey and like wraps him around the mast and is just like bear hugging both him and the mast. <laughs> Dewey is he's, he's taking so many L's today. <laughs> <laughs> I take 10 points of crushing damage. You, you take 10, 90 points of psychic damage from the humiliation of <laughs> being thrown out and then rescued. I think it would make sense to try to get the least amount of weight on the boat as possible. So Oka is just going to try to time the jump so that it's not like a crash. So there's just even that much less weight. Sounds good. Uh, so Manaya, you're like bracing against Dewey to protect him, right? Like you're like you lash him against the mast. Bracing Dewey against the mast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Manaya make a strength check. Oka okay. make an acrobatics check. What about you, V? How are you bracing from the transition of water to land as a, sen- as um, a Pegasus? I just want to fly up, I think, and probably have to be restrained because I'm freaking out. Like ah! And so I like cl- I'm climbing up instead. Okay, so uh, make. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Go for it. I also use my inspiration. Go for it. So V, why don't you make an athletics check? Dewey, you're fine. <laughs> Unless you would like to I'm do something else. Manaya. Okay, you're relying on Manaya's check. Okay. Uh, 15. 15 for Oka? 18 for my strength. 18 for Manaya's strength check. V? That one. Okay, so we do have one point of collective inspiration left, but would you like to take the that one? Let's just take it. Let's take it. V's very bad, okay. rotten, no good day. <laughs> you are having a bad, rotten, no good day. So this is what happens. <laughs> the chariot the rig rockets forward like propelled by these three pegasi who like spread their wings forward okay you jump at the perfect time right you're like it's like slow-mo as you go up right as the chariot goes up and it like that little bit of weight helps uh because it doesn't like sag the chariot down even more and then like all of you see like like quail heart like pulls a winch and the boat part like folds down the wheels pop out right as the wheels like hit the mud like perfect timing you were able to help quail heart out with that with your awesome role uh and manaya with your with your strength check you are able to successfully like prevent yourself and dewey from taking any damage or getting thrown out uh, of the rig as the rig goes flying from from river onto onto mud and when the hooves hit the mud there are only two sets of hooves as v in midair the wings shrink back into your shoulder blades uh your horse face like it's like someone like pancakes it flat. Your vest was, I think, ripped from all of the transformation. It falls back over your your shoulders. Hair sprouts in a dilapidated fashion over pale scalp. And now you are V yourself in a harness with a bit in your mouth. <laughs> Just running. a typical Friday night. V, I need you to make a deck save to prevent being trampled up by the chariot. 18. Oh, 18. Thank God. Okay, V, where do you go instead of under? As I'm turning into V, it's going to be like uh, one foot hits the ground, jump up and do a few rolls. He's just like running and leaps again and does a few flips and lands on one of the on alley. (laughs) You land 
<laughs> Not an alley. Okay, on alley, the bit's still in your mouth. You like spit it out, or are you still wearing yeah. the harness? <laughs> uh, once I'm on there, I just spit it out. Like, come on, alley, we can do this. We can do this. I. Why do I not have Visa accent today? I don't know. <laughs> You've been gone for so long, V. <laughs> Who are you anymore? <laughs> Right. Okay, yeah, you're you're on top of Allie, whose like wings are like flapping, and you're running and you're running, and Allie goes, Nay! oh, but you can't understand her anymore, V. So sad. How does that affect you? I'm sad. I was like, uh, I'm. You got this. You've got this, Allie. I believe in you so much. Thank you so much. You've got this. Wonderful. Uh, we now have an auto crit on the table, and as I think your hooves, uh, you see like Allie and Gator's hooves like go like squelking through like the mud because we're back on swampy land and they're you know pegasi are not very well built for mud and muck and lore turns to you oka and says well should we use the last charge on one of them no 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 no. let them fly up a little bit just a little just to get the front two wheels off the ground and we'll slide on the back ones and they can fly so they won't get stuck in the mud either all right, so who wants to roll animal handling to coax the pegasi? And who wants to maybe, like, fix up the back of the rig to make sure it doesn't get stuck in the mud while it's going? I can roll animal handling. Sounds good. Who's going to be I our think... mechanic who's going to fix up the rig? I think while all of this is about is happening, right before, like, we're about to go fix the rig, Manaya lets go of the mass and Dewey is, like, breathing a little bit and is like, you okay? Dewey slumps to the ground, <laughs> like, still holding the mast. <laughs> Thank you. You're so strong. <laughs> Thank you. I, I try. Can you stand? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we need the sleds on the back for the wheels. Yeah, yeah, you got it. First, he takes the rope and ties like a makeshift harness around himself and ties it to the chariot. Okay. So he doesn't go flying again. So, Dewey, as you, you're, I'm assuming you're taking lead on trying to fix up the rig as our resident artificer? Okay. Yeah, seems like my territory. Awesome. So, Oka, why don't you roll animal handling? Dewey, I need you to make a tool check. So, rope proficiency plus your tools. Could I have advantage on the roll because V is on one of the Pegasus and should be assisting me, perhaps? And I have a connection with with them now. Okay, only if V describe how you're assisting. I mean, I'm I've been sitting there. V's like, friends, we, I know you've lost me as a as an ally in polling, but you have got this. I believe in you, the both of you. You didn't even ever need a V. You were gonna make B champions all by yourself. You got this. You've got this. Because Pegasus can understand common, so they do understand me. Yes, but they just can't speak back in a way you can understand. I love that. So, Oka, you get advantage on that. Oh, it was a 19. Hold on. Oh, it was a 20, baby! 19 and 20. And let me add, I believe that is a 25 total. Jeez. All right. Oh, wait, it's actually a 22. I don't have, uh, I do not have proficiency in animal handling, although I feel like I should. Okay, Oka, with your nat 20, 22. Holy smokes. I'm going to let you decide. Basically, some shit's going to be happening in this section, too. Especially as you look around, you see, like, you see, like, these big bushes begin to, like, loom. You know, but you notice that the bushes begin to, like, shake a little. They begin to, like, move. Almost like they're, like, alive or something. So they're 22. I will give you advantage on your next role dealing with the bushes, right? Especially as they pertain to the animals, as well as you'll also be able to gift advantage to a party member of your choice. So let, I'll have you sit on that as we resolve Dewey's role. What'd you get? 21. That is also incredible. Yeah, so Dewey, describe to me how you're like fixing up the back like wheels to make them not stick in the mud. 
I don't think they're wheels anymore. We made them sleds, right? Oh, right. Yes, but yes, like yes. sleds under the wheels to go over the mud. Yes. Yeah, I'm just like looking over the edge, making sure that they're working the way that I plan to. I think maybe what you see is like you see like gunks of like mud get stuck in like the slats between like the spokes of the wheels. You see them like getting stuck in, inside the sled. So are you like helping? Are you like shoving it out, shoving out the mud and like repairing it as it goes? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I love that. Yeah, Dewey, you're punched over. Your glasses are spattered with like specks of mud and like your feathers are ruffled and muddied as well. Uh, but because of you and Oka, we're able to su- sufficiently get across this part of the Derby without slowing down. That's what that means. But those bushes are shaken. Those bushes are quaking. And then a huge bush to all of your rights opens up and you realize these aren't bushes at all. They're gigantic snapping turtles. As the neck shoots out. It was like camouflage and it tries to chomp down on ya. So all of you, it's huge. It's like trying to take a bite out of all of you and the cart. Freeze frame on <laughs> the huge snapping turtle with its beak wide open, uh, its neck extended, like the, the tops of its eyes covered in this like mossy, bushy, like outgrowth as the four of you cower. I'm just going to ask for a deck save before we do anything else. So all of you make that deck save. Oka, you can gift advantage to someone else if you would like, based on your anatomy. Does it have to be this role? No. Did it be this role, everyone else? I could maybe use. (laughs) But you have, are you using your personal inspo first, Erica? Sure, I'll use my personal inspo. Sounds good. I'm also using my personal inspo. Sounds good. Uh, Oh, I got a 15. Okay. Now I got a 16, so 16? that was worth it. 15 from Oka, 16 from V. How about the rest of you? I got an 18. Wow, without any inspiration. Nice. Uh, 18 from Dewey. How about you, Manaya? Unnatural 20. Okay, all of you are only going to take half damage. As this huge, like, snapping beak comes down and poof, all of you, like, dodge to the side, instead of getting, like, snapped, snapped up good, y'all get bludgeoned a little, I think, by, like, the blunt end of the beak, like, moving back and forth. Uh, so each of you are going to take half of nine Four. Yeah, four points of bludgeoning damage as this huge beak like swings around and knocks you into things. Manaya and Dewey, the two of you got the highest rolls. So as this beak is coming down, it's chomping at the chariot. It seems to want to like destroy the chariot. So you two get a chance to react to try to like save your rig against this huge beak of the snapping turtle. What do the two of you do? Uh, my dumb idea is to stick one of my uh, strong, like a staff of some sort, uh, vertically into the thing's mouth. I was just thinking to do it with Manaya's act, but I didn't want to lose it, so thank you. Right, I'm thinking about what I can lose, because I already tossed there, my crowbar. <laughs> there's lots of scrap, I feel like there's lots of scrap on the ship, eh? Oh, there was a whole box of it, right? Lore had a whole box of scrap. The scrap yeah. is less like, uh-huh. you could probably find like a long pole, but let's say the scrap, there's enough scrap on the ship for three impromptu repairs. So even if the beak takes a chunk out of it, you can repair it with like one set of scrap, but then that'll only be two left. But Dewey, you can try to prevent the ship from being damaged at all with something near possession or by using a piece of scrap. Uh, no, I'm totally out of scrap. I guess I will sacrifice my hammer. <laughs> your, your hammer? It's so small. I have a multi-tool though. Does the hammer like spring out or how are you How are you using your hammer? No, it's just hammer? like a, it's a regular ass, like a uh, regular adventuring hammer. Are you like which... bludgeoning this thing, like knocking its beak away? Because it's got a huge beak. So I don't know if your tiny hammer would be able to prop it open. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, like the quarter staff idea. Yeah, use your quarter staff. Yeah, I haven't used it in like 16 episodes anyways. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, I wait for it to open its mouth again and then I just shove it. Okay, Dewey, you lodge your quarterstaff in and it's unable to like clamp clamp down. It actually retracts and its huge head like like swings from side to side. And as you go past it, you know, like the Pegasi galloping, you see it like your quarterstaff snap like a tinder stick, right? As like a matchstick as as the beak chomps down on it. Bits of wood go flying. But for now, you have saved the rig from being bitten by a giant snapping turtle. Uh, And as the four of you like rocket like through this like swampy, like muddy area, you hear Lord go, whoa, that was awesome, Dewey. We should get out of, why did we choose this? Why did we choose this side? Straight shot down. We're going to be the first ones there. I guess. I think... Oka would now try to uh, steer away from any fucking bushes, specifically, even if it's a little bit more windy. Make a survival check. As Oka is trying to, like, steer the Pegasi V, are you still on Allie's back? I am. Actually, I think uh, during that snap, I tried to do, like, a little somersault onto onto the other fella. And okay, I'm making, are you, okay, make an acrobatics <laughs> check. Yes. V. Uh, while you do that, Oka, what'd you get? 17. That is sufficient. Okay, you're like steering Ali and Gator with like these somersaulting from back to back away from these huge like bushes. And yeah, they all sort of rear up to reveal that they're like snapping turtles. And it's like a scene like, like next come out, snap, and you veer to the side and snap, you veer to the other side. And the two horses are nay, nay, in, in like fear and, and excitement as their like wings are flapping and they're galloping, galloping, galloping and dewy. You're like scooping mud, like out of the tire, like out of the wheel and like out of the sled. Manaya, what are you doing while this is occurring. I think Manaya has her axe at the ready in case there's another large slap snapping turtle. But besides that, not much. Okay, sounds good. Are you keeping your axe at the ready, like looking out mm-hmm. for threats? Make a perception check for me, Manaya. And V, what did you get for acrobatics? 14. 14. Okay, that is fine. So describe to me how you very averagely <laughs> maneuver from Alley to Gator. So I'm going to just, during the snapping, she's going to just put a foot up and leap off. But she, like, slips on a little bit of, like, uh, swamp mud on Allie's back and sort of just flops on. And it's, like, now sideways and just, like, just flopping up and down. Yeah, as you're going, like, maybe you're getting a little nauseous, like, on on Gator's back as, like, the saddle. There's no saddle. It's just, like, wings Mm -hmm. are, like, flapping on either side of you. And you hear, like, Gator going, stop it. (laughs) As like the, there's like one more like, like huge snapping beak and Oka like veers it to the left and then like veer, steers the rig back to center Manaya. Your silver eyes glitter as you spot something the near distance, sort of a straight shot down. We're still going in a straight line. You see a huge bush, like right down the middle, like in the middle of your path. And you see it begin to vibrate. And based on your 16, that's a huge snapping turtle. The biggest one of all of these huge snapping turtles. And it's directly in your path. To the left and to the right, it's just like deep, tangled bush that the pegasi might get like caught up in because they have wings and hooves and stuff. What do you do? Who's driving the boat? Oka. It's Oka. All right. Manaya sees this and like squints her eyes. And she, and she walks up to Oka and says, Oka, keep going forward. And keep going forward. Get the pegasi to go up. And we hit that bush. <laughs> all right. Well, hold the fuck on. That's to me. All right. All right. The rig, and there's like a suspiciously like long stretch of time where like no snapping turtles like come out to bite you, you know? And like maybe in the background you hear like music like mouthing do 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 as the rig gets closer and closer to this like huge bush and all of you see now 
huge shell veer up and then a bush rise that we notice is like the head of the snapping turtle a huge long tree trunk no it's a neck and as this snapping turtle like you see a claw come out what you thought was like trees to the right is a claw what you thought was like a grove to the left is another claw and then like like mud and rocks like shower down as the snapping turtle rears up into the sky like 5 10 15 feet into the air so it's like standing up so like it it's like rearing onto its like front legs, let's say. Turtle and it's like it's when it's like coming up. As we as we get closer, Manaya sort of gets to the very front of the chariot and like holds herself there, axe in one hand, chariot in the other. And as soon as we get close enough, she's going to leap forward with her axe and try to smash this turtle's head down. So we can go just over up its, its shell. Neck, go like up, up its, like up the, the top of its head and like over its shell. Okay, so that's gonna require several checks to see if it's successful. So Oka, you can use your your ally advantage if you would like in this situation because I'm gonna ask you for a very high athletics check because this thing is strong. It's big. I was just gonna like use the nat twenty to to, get, to make, oh. this, make this happen. Use Are you auto, using yeah. the auto crit here, Manaya? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Auto crit used. Hell yeah! So describe to me what it looks like. As I just described, she leaps off of the front of the chariot, probably again yelling, maybe does like a couple of spins in the air, just, you know, for fun. And with the hammered, like blunt side of her axe, just like smashes this turtle's head down into the mud. Maybe like a little shock wave comes out and I don't know, maybe some cracks form in the in the turtle's head. I don't know um, if it's like scaly. Maybe it happens like three times. Like you get one from like the chariot's point of view, and then we get one from like the side right, point it's of like view. Action and you get replay. Like, yeah. Boom! The head goes um, down. And the head goes down, creating like a clean ramp up up to the shell. And Manaya, as soon as she hits this turtle shell and it's down in the mud, she turns back. As the chariot approaches, she hooks her axe back onto the chariot and swings back up. I love it. I love that so much. Okay, yeah. So you can also take a point of inspiration for that because that was an awesome Thank idea you. with your, with the nat twenty. Heck yeah, Devin. Oh uh, yeah. So as all of you like feel like a sense of like vertigo, like as as the pegasi like could you go up onto this like the hard flat top of this huge turtle's head and you go up up like it's a roller coaster you know like you're going up the slope of its neck and there's like a like a huge bump as you go over like where the shell begins uh and now like the the rig starts like sliding because the back of the shell is kind of slippery you know it feels a little wet like mud even though there's like moss on the side it's like sliding a little like the hooves are like scrabbling against it but the the pegasi are able to like stay balanced by flapping their wings i mean i hook onto the back of the rig and he soar up just like avoiding like as this neck like curls back around and this turtle tries to bite you as you're like soaring out of its like out of its range but it, it, you feel like a huge gust of wind as this huge beak clamps down like just inches away from where your foot was uh, and you like soar soar off carried by your axe on this rig as you're flying across this turtle's back lore goes lore's whooping like all the bone breakers are screaming and shouting you know quail heart okay is too that's fucking awesome yeah <laughs> Everyone's like celebrating, even like the, the, the Pegasi look excited. A quail heart grabs you by the scruff, Dewey, and goes, ah! <laughs> and it's just like shaking you back and forth. How are the rest of you like reacting to this amazing feat? Oka has like one hand on the reins and another is like, yeah! <laughs> v is still on her stomach up and down, so you just say, that was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Dewey, how are you reacting to being shaken? <laughs> 
<laughs> he's trying desperately to get out of Quillheart's grasp. <laughs> and also look like trying to look ahead to see what's on the other what side the of this turtle. What the hell's next? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Quillheart's going, you and me, brother! You and me! Uh, who? I don't know you. <laughs> as he's shaking you, and then there's sort of like another like your your all of your like guts like drop as like the this shell like slo- slopes down, and you go like whoop, like over the tail, like a comically small tail, as all of you go, whoop, and you like land back on like solid mud, begin to run again, and you notice this next part of the derby because I can never just let you have an easy time. The ground gets a little harder, which is nice. The Pegasi like that a lot because their hooves find like purchase, even though there's like still like swamp, like grass and like trees and stuff still like shooting, like flittering past you in like a cavalcade of green. And then I need all of you to make a perception check. 16. 16 from Dewey. What'd you get, Oka? Seven. Seven from Oka. Manaya? 24. 24 from Manaya. That's my age now because my birthday was last week. V? 11. 11. Okay. Oka and V. The two of you just feel something shaking, let's say. Dewey, Manaya, the two of you notice what it is. Manaya, I need you to roll a d4. Swear to God. No, I'm using my trans d4. It's that bitch from before! It's that dinosaur bitch from before! Which dinosaur bitch are you referring to here, Oka? Yeah. The shit with the hooves. The the one that chased us into into the court. That asshole. That asshole's back. I just know it. Sorry, go ahead. I don't want it to be a three, but it's a three. A three. <laughs> okay, I was hoping it would be a three, actually. Okay, uh, all of you hear like a good, good, and like the ground shakes, right? And you're all like looking around like, what the hell was that? You know, as like leaves like slap you in the face, and, like branches go flying past. And then all of you hear, hear like very close next to that, another, and then like running, like hopping parallel to you. To the right, Manaya and Dewey, you spot through like the brambles and the trees and the leaves and the branches, a gigantic toad soaring up into like the canopy and then like flying, like following the toad, like strung along by these like rubber, like bungee cords, a huge glass ball. And then the toad comes down and the ball comes down and the toad goes up again and the ball flies up again. Like the toad is like pulling this huge, like bouncing billiard ball uh, along its back. And then just as you spot it, all of you now see this toad. You see it's it's like big, like omnidirectional, like eye. It's almost like an iguana's eye instead of like a regular toad eye, like swivel in your direction. And then it begins to hop toward you. Like the toad launches itself into the air. You can hear like branches snapping, birds squawking as it like displaces animals from their roosts. And then like a huge shadow falls over the rig as the toad is trying to land on you. So what do the four of you do? Let's try to take out the competition. Left! If it's trying to, I have a, I have a thought. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just absolutely go left as hard as I can, steering. <laughs> Sounds Didn't good. put up? A- like a, a mast? Yes, there is a mast. So it would get impaled? Okay, that's a... I don't know if the mast is sharp on top. I don't know if that was a decision you made, Tui. Because it's just sort of like a pole <laughs> right now, right? Needs to be sharp, depending on how big and fast this thing is going, or if it would crush the mast. Unclear as of yet. When it's unclear, we let the dice mediate. So are we... Oka, are you trying to get out of the way, or are you trying to maneuver the rig to pierce, pierce the toad? You freak. What's the play here, Oka? I don't want to pierce the frog. That sounds horrible. Uh, and it will also slow us down. I would be interested in perhaps angling it so that the mast goes in the center between the ball and the toad, and it would basically crack it 
like a like a nut, like over our boat. You know what I mean? You want to crack the ball open? I don't want to crack the ball open. I want to get like the the bungee cords basically to go over our thing so that it would be stuck basically on us. That's gonna take a really high roll because that is some finesse maneuvering. So I'm gonna make you roll sleight of hand to like move move the pegasi along, see if you can accomplish this. Before you do that though, yes, Manaya? I'd like to help with that. Okay, how are you helping? So I'm assuming Oka's like driving in a specific direction, right? And not just yes. like going back and forth to try to, okay. The bone breakers, bone? Yeah, your three little <laughs> minions, the bone breakers. So there's a goblin, an aarakocra, and... A tiefling, more. And a tiefling. Okay, the tiefling would be the biggest. They're okay. all kind of scrawny, just to make well, sure. Well, uh, Manaya's gonna grab whoever like looks the biggest and heaviest, probably the tiefling. Lore. Lore, and say, you, trust me, right? Hang on, don't let go. Uh, and she's gonna book it to the left side of the boat, hook her axe on the side, and attempt to basically like pull the boat sideways to turn it more, like that scene in Moana. Okay, I love that. Uh, yes, Oka? I was gonna say, let's do a, let's let's just lean into that and let's just do a fucking donut. Like hard pull yeah. on one side, sw- like swing, you know? Or even, maybe we don't have to do that wild thing where we're in the middle of them, but like if we then get behind them, uh, I also have an idea for that. Or just yeah. for them to land next to us. Yeah, whatever Oka wants to do, Manaya's gonna just try to help turn. Sounds good. Let's do a donut. Let's do a donut. So uh, before you do that, Dewey's gonna rush up to the front of the boat because he doesn't want to be stuck in the back with um, the other dude, and also because it's scary. Uh, and he's gonna hand Oka like a little vial of something. He's gonna use enhance ability, and it's basically a five-hour energy that kind of tastes like a wheatgrass shot. Oh my god! Uh, it's gonna boost your dex. Advantage on dex checks and you don't take damage from falling 20 feet or less. For how long does that last? Concentration one hour. So you have to like keep it keep it maintained, uh, Dewey. As you as as you hand this shot to Oka, Oka, you knock it back. <laughs> like, like, fuck you, Toad! You see in like six dimensions and everything's going very yeah, slowly like, for you. It's like, like filtering past your eyes. Both their pupils go poof. <laughs> Your eyes are just, just like completely you... black now because like your pupils have ballooned to the size of like like nuts. Uh, and Oka, make a sleight of hand dex check with double advantage. So roll it three times and take the highest. Because Manaya and- 19 for the first one, baby. Let's do this. Okay, I'll take the 19 and add sleight of hand. Yes, and your dex. 22. Okay, with a 22. I mean, the D- you did not hit the DC to break the bungee cord because that would have been like a- really high DC. You do something that's second best. So tell me, Oko, what's second best? Second best would be to do a donut and get right next to it. And Oka, I think, is like, like the shadow's coming down. Dewey puts something in Oka's hand. They knock it back. Their eyes go wide. They flip the entire fucking chariot around. Like the frog lands with the ball. Oka's culling edge comes out. It's all in bullet time. They hand the reins over to Scrum. They get up. They fucking leap off the thing, stick their culling edge into the ball, and they hold on, and they climb like an ice pick, and they're going to, you know, uh, do you need me to resolve anything before I do what I want to do next? Let's just allow you to do up until that point. 
up until you get onto the ball. Okay, so you do a donut uh, with this rig, and it swings around like it's a fucking like Audi or like a Mazda, uh, in, like a Target parking lot, and, and like you hear like both of the Pegasus like go skirt uh, as you're like burning rubber, burning glue against the ground, and the toad misses you by like a hair, and like the whole like ground like shakes, and you're all like rocked uh, along as like the toad like bounces, like it starts to launch itself into the air at like parallel to you right as the huge glass ball hits because it like comes just a moment like after the, the toad hits and all of you see Oka like fly through the air like a tiny little drow angel tiny little drow devil and you like launch your culling edge into the sphere so in order to grab onto it I need you to make a straight up strength check see if you can pierce through it with your culling edge strength you say yes yes it was only an 11 Oh, yeah, and it, and that drink doesn't give me anything, huh? It was an 11. Okay, you lodge it in a little, but then you begin to, like, fall down. Like, you're, like, scraping, like, your culling edge is, like, in. It's, it hasn't pierced through, but it's, like, pierced through, like, the first layer of glass. This is, like, reinforced, like, tungsten, steel, glass, or something. Uh, and you begin to, like, all of you see, like, Oka, like, scrabbling and begin to fall down, like, down the side of this huge sloping sphere. What do the three of you do? V is going to see this and cast dimension door to on top of the sphere and try to grab Oka. V, I think it just works your magic. So what does it look like as you as you dimension door to the top of the sphere? So I'm like, I'm still uh, oh, oh, Oka! And I just, I, I become like a beam of light and I'm just instantly on top of the ball and V is all like, you know trying to be all balancing on the sphere and reach down and grab Oka. And actually use some mage hand to come up from behind to add that extra 10 pounds because, you know, V's... Just on their butt, just push. <laughs> yeah, because V's not strong at all. <laughs> okay, make an athletics check with advantage because your mage hand is helping you. As this is happening, Dewey, Manaya, what do you do? You see, like, this is happening bullet time, like, the, the, fr- the toad has launched itself into the air and the sphere begins to pick up off the ground right as V is, like, extending a hand, having dimension doored onto the top of the sphere. Are the two of you doing anything or do you want to see, wait to see how it shakes out? Dewey's certainly not prepared to drive this thing and he doesn't know what's going on with scrum is driving don't worry i think manaya and lore are still like hanging off the boat as it's like coming back up from turning around so we can't we can't do much that's good v what did you get 17 17 that is sufficient your your little mage hand pushes uh, Oka's tush uh, and you grab onto Oka's hand and you pull them up and Oka you are lifted up to the top of the sphere as the sphere soars into the air <laughs> as it goes like st- flying through the air uh, so I need both V and Oka before you do anything else to make a deck save for me see if you can stay on the sphere 15 for Oka okay what about you V you said it was a save right deck save exactly so 10 Okay, Oka, you stay on with a 15 or not. I don't think it's... Well, okay, you can try to save V as she starts to slip off of the sphere. Would you like to try to reach out for her? I would actually like to try to push her, but in the but not into the chariot. They're side by side. Oka's gonna kind of like... I mean, they're still kind of holding on to each other. If V is slipping off the other side, Oka would try to whip around so that she falls down into chariot instead of Great. off to the other side. Great. Perhaps. I love that. Why don't you make a very low DC dexterity sleight of hand check, Oka? And I have advantage on this because I drank juice of, of fast. <laughs> it was it was math. It's cocaine. <laughs> it was a natural twenty with the advantage. Okay, uh, with a natural twenty, you can choose to keep V on if you would like. V, would you like to stay on? 
Actually, I want you on for the next part. Actually, this is yeah. a, this is a two this is a this is a two part clown show, and we're oh, riding yeah. it. As I think maybe they take V's hand, they like finally stick their culling edge into the ball, muscle arm V, basically to them. I love that. Yeah, the two of you like stay on and as as you're storing through the air and you see you finally get a really good vantage point to see who's driving the sphere. So sort of perched on top of like an omnidirectional seat. Think like almost like Attack on Titan a little bit. Little like like bungee cords are like leashing this person like to, to like off 360 directions so they stay like upright. Even as the sphere is like turning, they still stay like like so they're not like being like ricocheted around inside. You see a bugbear. A bugbear man who's just sort of strapped in uh, and he's like shouting something at like the two of you, but like his voice is like muffled through the ball. And, and, but you can surmise he's basically going like, get off, get off my sphere. And he's like shouting, shouting at you. And you see like, uh, he doesn't have any weapons on, but he has this like control stick that seems to be able to like move him around inside the ball. So as the two of you begin to fly into the air, what do the, uh, what do you do? There are two bungee cords attaching the frog to the ball, right? We don't need to hurt any of these bitches. We don't need to fight this guy. Oka points to the one on the left, which is closest to V, and says, light that on fire so it burns to ash. And then they turn and they're just gonna leap down and slice it on the way down. Okay, so Oka, you you jump, jump off the ball and you're culling it like shimmers. And I need you to make an attack roll on this bungee cord. Uh, v, are you going to burn like like requested? I will cast Scorching Ray on the other one, so I have three shots at it. Go for it. Make three attack rolls in midair. A 16? Okay. Roll damage. 18 points of damage. Oh, wow. well, one of them is in that 20, so... so that one definitely mm-hmm. hits. And then the other one is a 13 and a 17. 13 does not hit. 17 does hit. So with your nat 20, why don't you roll double damage for that? And your 17 roll damage is normal. I haven't cast Scorching Rain for so long. I know, it's been like, ooh, like many. We haven't rolled dice in like months. In months. We haven't touched those dice. And Connie was like, dice, 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 dice. So I feel like a normal D&D game. The first one is 15 and the second one is seven. Okay, both of the bungee cords are destroyed. (laughs) So, Oka, as you soar through the air, you slice through this like thick, it's not just like rubber band, it's like a thick cord, you know, and it's like reinforced and there's like some steel in there, but you just, you like cut through it like completely. And as you like fall back down, I need you to make a, well, you don't get, you don't take damage from falling because of your potion of speed. So you just, you crash into the chariot, but you just bounce back up because you're on so much drugs uh, as you're just like, ah, and you're totally fine. V, what does it, what does Scorching Ray look like? So yeah, I, uh, I'm going to just shoot three rays uh, from, from my gloved hand and all three just come out in a, in a line. And we'll say that, you know, two of them are in line with, with the trap and the other one just completely misses. And I'm just like burning as hot and as fast as I can. Yep. Are you trying to leap off as it crumbles to ash <laughs> or are you staying on that sphere? Yeah, as it, uh, as it uh, starts to almost crack off, then V does a nice sideways flip and a twirl and a land in the chariot, hopefully. Okay, are you going to... You're going to take some damage from falling at a certain height into the chariot. So is there anything you can do to prevent that damage? Or Manaya and Dewey, because the two of you are in there, do you want to try to cushion V's below as she falls? I remember what happened last time Manaya tried to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Manaya fucking died. So... Yeah. <laughs> I had a 1 HP then, I have 82 now, so she's gonna try to catch V. Okay, Manaya making dexterity check. 12 
total. Twelve. Okay. Uh, you're able to reduce the damage taken by half, let's say, that V would, would have taken otherwise. So you're falling, uh, you know, quite a lot. So that's six, nine, uh, ten. So five. So uh, V, you take five points of bludgeoning damage uh, as you fall into Manaya's strong arms. And Manaya, maybe like, because falling from such a huge height, maybe you stagger a little because you're also on the chariot. But otherwise, you're you're mostly okay. Uh, so V, you're, you're, you feel your bones crack a bit as you land in, in Manaya's strong arms. And all of you see... It's like hitting concrete. Exactly like hitting concrete. All of you see like this toad, like ignorant of what's happened to its rider. Like it's like like a burst of flame. It's like a firework display as you see like the bungee cord like snap, uh, and you see like the bugbear like no, like inside the sphere like spinning, 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 and then it hits the ground and rolls off like a marble, <laughs> like just off like into the bushes, and the toad like lands somewhere, and then it, it jumps off into the wilderness free at last. <laughs> So now the four of you, you've surmounted my toad marble puzzle. Congratulations. You have bested one of four potential challengers to the throne. While this is happening, as Manaya catches V, she like feels some bones crack. And then she like throws a worried, a little bit of a worried look at Dewey, but then looks back at V with like a, with a soft face. She's like, welcome back to Elven Hood. And then sets her down. It's been a wild, weird day, friend. Thank you for catching me. <laughs> Oka's at the front of the of the chariot, screaming, just screaming. <laughs> Why don't all of you make another perception check to see what's ahead? Oh my god! Yes, yes. You put yes. another turtle in front of us. I will. Do, I will give fifteen subs to do the same exact thing. A again. huge dragon appears. No, no, no. Let's, I swear let's to God. Fourteen. Fourteen from Oka. Nineteen for V. Eighteen. 18 for Manaya. And how much for Dewey? His eyes were closed. It's fine. Okay, Dewey, you're closing <laughs> your eyes because it's so scary. And then you just hear like a voice in your ear go, Don't cry, it's okay. I'm here for you. As Squareheart is standing like literally. <laughs> He's standing literally right behind you. And he goes, I know how it feels. You're a single dad too, aren't you? <laughs> As I'm never closing my eyes again. <laughs> We all float down here. Uh, and all of you uh, see, I think all of you got high enough rolls, except for Dewey. Say, like, you, you burst past, like, a, a curtain of vines, right? That, like, have landed in front of you conveniently. And you see, like, hmm, this has sort of been a swamp. It sort of looks like a marsh area. There are fewer trees here. Uh, and the ground actually doesn't look wet. It actually looks kind of hard packed in like grains of sand almost like like dirt like compact dirt uh, with like wide like patches of paler looking sand and who got the 20 something no one perception sorry perception i forget uh manaya what did you get again 18 18 yes manaya you see uh sort of like in the middle distance right you see like a hoof and like a, a horse aquatic horse face like peeking out from from sand like that's it seems like stuck in it and it's like thrashing so manaya make a nature check for me you've ever done a nature check before i know i'm trying to like use all of your checks for this it's fun 18 oddly enough i don't know welcome. how much manaya would know about quicksand but welcome to quicksand quarry as the pegasi like just like ignorantly like trample forward uh, and then you hear lore go wait 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 hold on this is is quicksand quarry we have to be really careful so it's hard to tell what's just silt and what's like puddles of quicksand here so as like as the pegasi like they like skim like over the quicksand like they're they're like wings like flapping they're trying their best like not to actually touch the quicksand but the the part that will get messed up is 
the rest of you is the chariot. Because even though the horses are off the ground, the chariot is like getting dragged behind them. So what's the play here? What did the four of you do? And everywhere you look, you see like hands sticking out, like bits of rig that like other people have like sunken in. Like it appears that other people are trying to take the shortcut ahead of you even, but have gotten mired here. What do you do? We still have the, the sleds under the wheels. So hopefully we will be able to skid over it and not like sink into it, especially if you're going fast enough. Yeah, I feel like it's like full steam ahead, like as fast as we can go, you know, like through here, like real fast so that we don't get stuck. Like the slower you go, the deeper you stink. Uh, sink. <laughs> the deeper you stink, the slower you go, the deeper you stink. Oka quote of the day. Okay, so we're just going full steam ahead. You notice Ali and Gator, they look a little tired. All of these maneuvers, all of this transformation, they're, it's starting to wear on them. They're getting a little exhausted. Uh, so even as you, as a uh, scrum urges, like alligator, come on, faster. They're going, oh, oh, and you see like they're sweating. Like if you've ever seen like a horse sweat, like bits of like foam are like, like gathering on their hide and they look, they're like panting really hard and you begin to slow down as you're like skidding through quicksand quarry and it's hard to tell what's quicksand and what's not. And you could like, you, you see like someone in the, in the sand go, please help me, please, I have a family. What, what, what are the four of you? What do you do? Can we X-card that actually? Okay, sure. Let's uh, let's X card that then. Uh, yeah, you just see like a various other rigs stuck, and let's see like you see people like on top of their rigs, like dodging away from the quicksand in like a dangerous situation, but they're not sunk underneath quite yet. What do you do? <laughs> I feel like maybe now is the time to use this. Oka's still absolutely so hype, like one hundred and ten percent, absolutely so hype for the next approximately fifty-five minutes. So they are just gonna like. <gasps> see that the horses are getting tired they're like ready to go fast they're like why are we going so slow why are we going so slow and they are going to use their radiant soul like the wings just like they're just kind of like vibrating there and then it's like just like right out of the two slits in their shirt and they're like they just they are glowing now and their wings are out and they are just going to take up take out like up into the air to try to get a bird's eye view of the sand to see like where people have gotten mired and like map out the path in front and maybe go so far as to grab that third harness that was just hanging there and just start like guiding that way. Oh, that's cool. I really like that. Why don't you have a point of inspiration for that? Uh, as like you're pushing, you're like angelic, like ghostly wings, like spring out of your back and you take to the air, like grabbing onto like that final harness. Uh, and from your bird's eye view, Oka, why don't you roll uh, investigation, low DC? 24. Okay, yeah, that's more than sufficient. You are able to see, it's like, ding, 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 ding. Like you're able to see like the perfect path, you know, like Ice Shield 21 style. Uh, like you just see like, like it's it's lights up in your huge dilated pupils, like the path like around, like you see like a, a puddle of quicksand to your left, you know, to, to right over there, right over there, right over there. And you're you're guiding, you're guiding the, the rig as this happens. Uh, so the challenge here then, as the rig is like sliding like between these like puddles of quicksand, uh, is you see like a couple people like on top of their rigs being like, wait, hold on, take us with you. Wait, 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 wait. Do the four of you stop for them? I don't think so. No? Do their do their carts look thoroughly sunk into the quicksand? They're they're like half out of the quicksand. You know they could probably like jump off onto the shore, but like they're like helping some other people like get out. Like no one's like dying or in danger of dying here, but like they want you to take them, so they also get a chance to to win. No way! This is already an eight eight way split. Get lost. <laughs> Hold on! Wait! I'm rich. I can give you money. Lots of money. So a much finale. gold. 
You see, like, this, like, older no man. Like, he looks very well-dressed, and he's, like, on top of this, like, golden chariot that's, like, sunk into the into the quicksand. Manaya yells back, Follow our path back to the swamp. You'll be safe there. Just but to, like, I, get We don't want to be safe. We want to win. Take us with you. 500 gold. As you're, like, beginning to, like, charge past him. 600! What is this, an auction? Ah... <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> So, I am so not stop. I am not turning this card around. We are. Oka's literally full. I only have a minute of flying time left. We're going and we're not stopping. Also, the inertia to start and stop is going to take even more strain on these poor Pegasuses. So, we're not stopping. 1,000 okay. gold! I physically restrain V. Yeah. V, V's restrained and with one hand just casts Ray of Frost on the rig, hopefully, like freezing the ground around it. Okay, yeah, that happens. Uh, as this. He goes, the hell is this? Fuck you! <laughs> As, like, your, your it's better than nothing! It's better than nothing! <laughs> this is nothing! No! Uh, as you leave this, like, rich no man, like, behind, he says, why couldn't you have taken me with you? Uh, and then you are able to finally reach the end of this quicksand quarry area. Uh, Oka, as you feel like your wings beginning to like flutter and like glitch and twitch out of existence, what do you do? <laughs> I feel like for a second, Oka like literally just starts running in the air, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then like the like inertia catches up with them and they just kind of like land back on the, on the edge, you know? Their like foot hits it and they're like, oh fuck, <laughs> um, they stop. Okay, yeah, uh, just as you like leave this like quicksand area oka your wings come down and you drop back into the chariot uh, or are you on the ground running with the horses no i am i'm in the chariot <laughs> okay sounds good yeah i don't think i'm that high octane right now i don't think you can physically pull like a 500 pound chariot plus all your friends on it okay uh, so okay you drop back in to the rig and the, the pegasi oh, good you you and they stop and both Hallie and gator are panting like oh, and they look like if you make them like take another step, they might like keel over and pass out. Lore goes, what? Uh, What's going on? Come on, scrub, make him go. Uh, I don't know, Lore. They look pretty tired. What is the wind like here? Roll nature. Sand sailing, sand sailing, sand sailing, sand sailing, sand sailing. May I forgot. Advantage, or would this be more difficult than the ocean? More, this is not like the ocean at all. Okay. I don't think there are, are trees on the ocean, really. Because there's like so much, many trees. This is, I think it's very different from, from the sea. Can I give it a go? Oh yeah, uh, 12 for, for me, or 13 rather, 13. Okay, a 13. <sighs> there's, there's wind. You can't tell what direction it's coming from uh, because like the trees seem to like block and like complicate the flow of things. It's not like the open ocean where there, it's just like the horizon, maybe a couple ships, you know, nearby. But it smells very, you can, you detect a, a hint, of, like in the near distance, a hint of brininess. The ocean is getting close. That's what you can tell with your 13. I wasn't looking for what direction the wind was coming from, just is there wind for the sail to catch? There is wind. Uh, I don't know if it's strong enough currently to push. Currently? Yes, currently. currently. So at this, Manaya turns to Laura and says, All right, Laura, was it? Sure was. All right, everyone. We don't have Pegasi. There's a little bit of wind. I can get as much as I can, but we're going to have to sail. What? Oh, what? but the wind isn't strong enough. How are we going to do that? Trust me. Okay, big lady, I will. And she turns to Dewey and says, Right, Dewey, I have to focus here, so I need to leave you up to getting the, the sail and mast up. Are you, are you and the yardarm up? Can you do that? Sure. Yeah, I built it. You got it, boss. 
Got it, Captain. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave y'all to get the mast up. As uh, Manaya goes to the back of the boat and sort of sits down and concentrates. Okay, Same. so Oka and Dewey and V, the three of you help, like, this mast, I'm assuming, like, folded at some point over. Uh, so you're, mm -hmm. uh, the three of you are like, and it snaps back into place. And he starts to, like, unravel the sail and, like, make sure it's, like, in place. Uh, Manaya, what are you doing? So we have one of those like triangular sails that goes uh, forward and back instead of sideways with a yard arm coming from the back to raise it up, which triangular sails catch wind coming from almost any direction much better than like the big square sails. And as soon as the, the sail is up and catches even just the littlest, the smallest amount of, of wind, uh, she's going to open her eyes. So I think when Manaya opens her eyes, the... The orange and green are glowing and like glittering. And when she stands up, I think some leaves are like up here and are swirling around her feet as uh, she does some airbending moves and Shoryuken or Hadoken or whatever this one is, Kamehameha or whatever, the sail. Awesome. Along it in the direction of the wind. Cool. That's coming. As the leaves like swirl like up around you and you're like tapping like into your, your, soul reserve of magic that, you know, is still so new to you. Like, and, like you can feel this energy building up. All of you, just like when the toad appeared, feel the ground shake again, coming from behind you. This time, Dewey, roll a d4. In reverse order of no. your original perception check. No. Four. Okay, great. Uh, so you hear a as blasting past you, like right as like I think the the gust of wind comes out of your palms. You see two huge bulettes. They are so fast, even though they're so big, and they just they are trampling trees. Like trees fall down, like as they're bursting through them. Uh, they you know they they're, they're like you know like they seem to be foaming at their huge mouths. And you see this, they're basically pulling along a huge tank, like a big armored tank with big wheels. Um, that has this like like revolving like arm, big like thin like almost like a sniper arm like on on top. And as the bullets like tr trundle past you parallel, uh, that gust of that bullet of wind comes out of Manaya and like all of you like like jump backwards in your seats uh, as the sail takes hold and the Pegasi go uh, and they're sort of the Pegasi are like blasted along like they're like trailing along the sides of the rig as it's just wind like gushing it and you're like you know like you're neck and neck with the bullets now as soon as we get up there Oka like you know turns and is like faster faster come on come on to Manaya, you know, like absolutely amped. They're gonna hook one arm in and they're gonna like lean down kind of like where the Pegasi used to be, kind of like off the um, rig a little bit. And they're gonna like like whistle as loud as they can, like ma make some noise to get the Bulette's attention. Oka making animal handling roll. 16. With a 16, you whistle and you see the Bulette to the left. You're not sure if this was Mimi or was it Mimu? Do you remember their names? I remember their names. I committed them to memory for this exact moment. What are their names? Mimi and Mimu. Wonderful. Uh, it's Mimi, like to the left. Her big like shark eye seems to like turn and like look at you for just like half a second. And then all of you notice like this huge like arm on top of the tank swing. Vroom, 
and like lock onto your rig. And you all sort of hear like a like noise as like your hair begins to like stand up, like do your feathers begin to raise. It's very similar to the feeling of when you were approaching the nosh, right? And you sort of hear like the almost the noise of like a Tesla cannon, like coiling up in midair as like things begin to spark in front of like the barrel of this gun is basically what it is. And a huge like ball of lightning forms and there's like a noise, like almost like a sonic boom uh, as it begins to, this orb of, of lightning hurls toward where you are. And I need all of you to make a deck save. Okay, but what if, do we think Oka could make a pretty good lightning rod? What, what do we think about that? Let's say if your deck save is high enough. Like your your body as a lightning rod? Well, Oka's got Vinash in them and they also have the right of storm. I don't know if it would actually work, but I'm just thinking about it. Let me use my inspiration because that was a right. one. You have two left, Dewey. All right, uh, Oka's also using inspiration. You have one left, Oka. Uh, Manaya V, what'd you get? For Dex? Yes, Dex I got a nine. Nine from V? Would you like to use inspiration, Manaya? No. You'll take it? take it? Okay, Manaya? I'll use my inspiration. Sounds good. Uh, Oka, what'd you get? I also got a nine. 18. I also got 18. <laughs> okay, 18 will not be sufficient for you to become a lightning rod. You, I, I was looking for a ridiculously high save, I think, for that, for a stunt like that. What'd you get, Manaya? 15, sorry. 15, okay. Oka, Manaya, you're gonna take half damage. Oka and Dewey, so are you. But the two of you, because you've got an 18, also get a chance to uh, to save, to fix up the rig a little bit. Because uh, this blast is also gonna impact the rig. So as it, if V, you're taking full damage right to the face. It's like a huge, like like a thunderclap and then like a storm erupts of right where you are. And I'm gonna need all of you to take Okay, 20 points of lightning damage. So that's 10 for those who are halved and the full 20 for V. The rig also has stats and is also going to take 20 points of lightning damage. So as the rig is zapped, I think it hits the mast and the mast like cracks and begins to like fall down as it's splintered right at the hinge, right? And the, and all of you begin to slow down. Like the bullets like pull ahead of you and like Mimi's eye like snaps forward and it begins to like run away from where you are but remember you have three pieces of scrap left in the box to like fix things up this would count as like one damage so how do the four of you react oka is going to try their goddamn best to imitate the sound of a baby bulette crying like that they're just gonna be hanging off they took some fucking lightning and i think it zaps them so much that they just go <laughs> and they make the like they make the noise as best they can Okay. Because I think maybe they were in the middle of trying to do that when they got zapped, so it just sounds really wild now. Make a performance animal handling check. So that's charisma as the base and animal handling if you have the proficiency. <laughs> Your base. So it's just charisma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make a charisma check. Could I have advantage because of my hunter's bane? Yeah, let's say you do. What did the rest of you do while Oka's wailing? Dewey's gonna try and like keep the- he's gonna fly up and try and keep the mask from falling down. But he's now very strong, so it's just like slowly or pretty quickly pushing him down towards. Yeah, but I can do the same thing. Okay. Uh, like she maybe turns the the wind blast back, so she like launches forward to try to catch it. Okay. Uh, th the mass comes down, Dewey. You're like no, as like it begins to like crush you. But then like suddenly like saving you for like the ninth time this race. Benaya flies from the back of the rig and pushes the mast forward to like prevent you from getting crushed underneath it. What about you, V? What are you doing? The mast looks pretty uh, blasted. You're going to have to repair it on the fly. I guess I will help with trying to keep the mast up. I'll even, why not bring my old friend Mage? <laughs> 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 
Okay, so Manaya and V, why don't the two of you independently make a stability check uh, for the mass? Let's say that's survival. Feels like a survival skill to me. So while that's happening, Oka, what did you get for your roll? 16 minus 2, 14. Okay, a 14. What were you trying to accomplish with it? To make the bullets stop and come back to me. They don't stop, but they slow down. Oka jumps off. I, I, it's not moving anymore. So Oka jumps off the front and just starts hoofing it <laughs> after them, like ca- like calling at them. Those are mine. This is what we need. We need them. I'm going to go get them. I'll be right back. Oh my God. You're trying to poach their bullets from them that they've raised. This has been my plan since yet yeah, since last week. It's a week-long plan in the making here. Okay, as your rig skids to a stop in the middle of the swamp, all of you see, like, Oka hop off and begin hoofing it, like, on foot to the bulets that are, like, they've slowed down, but they've still got a huge lead, and they're still very fast, even though they've slowed down. All of you just see, like, Oka running and calling after them like a maniac. Manaya and V, what did the two of you get for your survival check? That one. Oh, man. Yeah. Manaya's just trying to hold the mast up, but her survival check is six. Oh, man. Okay. No, I'm fine. I, I will use my last point of inspiration here. Okay, I'll sounds re-roy. good. Not 20 minutes! <laughs> the duality of me! Risk and reward, baby. <laughs> From rags to riches, baby! So oh. uh, you're not really helping that much. The mass is heavy, let's say. Uh, and Manaya is like, it's like, it's like, cr- it's like coming down on Manaya. It's as heavy as like a big tree, let's say. Uh, so V, how do you save the day? How do you, how do you help Manaya from getting crushed? V is gonna reach in real deep to like a part of her that maybe isn't available for like 10 levels from now. You see this like radiance of green around her as all of a sudden Mage Hand just like shoots out of her hand and it's like beefy. Beefy <laughs> Mage Hand. Just like, but it's like in the shape of a of a dragon's hand, claw, and like grabs the mast and and pushes. And you have successfully righted the mast, but it's still broken. So all eyes of the bone breakers turn to you, Dewey. And Quill Heart goes, "We're we're falling behind. You have to fix it, Dewey. Please." <laughs> Shoot him a clear. For our broken. Dewey's dragging. Oh my god. Uh, Dewey's grabbing a long piece of scrap metal and. While V's holding it up upright with her mage hand, he's going to just quickly, like, drive in some nails so to stabilize it. Cool. So we deplete. Let's just see how well you stabilize it. Make an intelligence check plus your tool proficiency. So that is going to deplete the scrap <laughs> reservoir to two out of three. What'd you get, Dewey? I got a nat 20. Hey! Two nat 20s! Two nat 20s! That's what I'm good at. Okay, I think what that means, I'll give you a choice between two good things. One, you either don't deplete a scrap, so you still have three out of three because of your thriftiness, or you get to add like a special bonus, like if you've buffed the mast somehow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buff the mast. I think that adding a piece of metal that's probably jagged a little bit makes it cut through the air fa- better. I don't know how aerodynamics works, but it makes it go a little bit faster and it's a little bit e- easier to uh, maneuver, I think. Sounds good. As you're like, like quick time sawing and like like clamping and hammering uh, this mass back together. Okay, you're jogging, and the bullets, oh, they're drawing, they're drawing farther and farther away. And your your companions on your rig feel another. And I'm going to need. I forget who got the higher perception check. I'm just gonna say uh, V because you got a nap twenty earlier. Roll a d4 for me. A one. 
Okay, I have to retcon a little. It's not a It's a The ground just continually shakes as zooming past you is a gigantic snake. Uh, just in the wake, like leaving, like kicking up dust in its like slithering wake. Uh, and you see like two sitting in a saddle is like one of the guys that Oka, you saw like fencing with each other on top uh, of, of the snake. And like there's two other guys are standing on the snake. Like they're one of them it, it has has a snake straddled between his, his legs. The other one is standing on it, balancing perfectly. And they're holding those spears that you saw earlier, except strapped to the tips of the spears are the devices that you saw the third like sibling tinkering with. And like you hear them shout something in, in Nabalish. Do any of you speak Nabalish? No. Mm, I do. You I do. do. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. Uh, you, hear, you hear them shout, Eat this! Uh, as they launch the spear right right at the rig, just as you put the finishing touches on the sail. So y'all have like a split second to react uh, before I call for any saving throws. Uh, Manaya, Dewey, and V, what do the three of you do? All he has time to do is like uh, reach out the hammer he's been using and try and deflect the arrow so it doesn't hit the mast. Okay, you're protecting the mast. Okay, sounds good. What about you, Manaya? Now that she's, like, got her wind magic warmed up, she's going to try to basically redirect the the arrows. Okay, you're um, trying to use your wind magic to redirect the arrows. What about you, V? V just wants to cast Fireball between the two and just try to burn up everything that's coming between them. Okay, so Manaya and V, which one of you would like to go first? Because those two things are diametrically opposed, I think what you're trying to accomplish. Redirect them away from the mast? Yeah, because uh, V, aren't you trying to blow up the spears? Yeah, I'm trying to... And V, okay. I mean, v, you can go first since yours is going to go faster. If they if they do manage to get through, uh, then maybe Manai can try to deflect any. Okay, sounds good. So how does Fireball work? It is a dex save, which will be 14 is the DC. Okay, I'm actually going to call for an attack roll because I don't think they can save... Um, but they are on a trajectory, and it would depend on your skill, I think, whether or not you can hit them. Okay. So add your spellcasting mod like bonus to it, as usual. That's only a nine. Okay, a nine. Okay, I think this is what happens on a nine. That is a miss, but it's gonna have consequences. Uh, so what does it look like as the fireball balloons into existence around the spears? It's just gonna be like a... a it's happening so fast that V just interacts and just like flicks her hand and it causes just a huge 20-foot radius fireball and every all around uh and i imagine the spears go right through and now they're pro- i don't know if there's consequences they're probably flaming now and they're still coming at us actually the spears blow up because the things attached to the tips were explosives and your your fire has ignited it and made the explosion even more powerful so unfortunately a dewey Manaya, and v i need you all to make a deck save at this stage 12 13 t1 okay uh so 12 from v 13 from dewey 21 from Manaya. okay 21 then in that case the full damage is going to be 12 points of force damage and six points of fire damage so just have that for the 21 so six points of force damage and three points of fire damage as the explosion the... i think blows you all like poof, like in the in the rig the also is knocked unconscious okay consequences yeah so v, how are you how are you knocked unconscious do you slam against the mass do you like fall out of the rig T- describe to us yeah i think the explosion is gonna knock 
I mean, she was because she was helping with the mast, keeping it up. So I think she just is like knocked into it. And her head probably hits it, and she falls unconscious under the under the thing. I think there's a very cinematic moment as you 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 like make this fireball explode, and then like we see like reflected in your eyes like the explosion. And you're like, oh shit! And then bam, you crack and boom, you fall. And Dewey, because you've done your best to protect the mast, I think the mast stays standing. But you take the full brunt of that explosion as well as your as your feathers begin to catch on fire, and you you also fall back in the rig. Manaya, how are you holding up, buddy? Maybe to take half damage. As she's like casting the wind forward, it like breaks some of the fire, so it goes around her. I like that, yeah. When you only get hit by a little bit of the explosion, but you stagger backward as well. The bone breakers have fallen to the bottom of the rig, and they're all like covering faces and heads, and they're screaming their heads off. You know, like you're not sure if they're scared or if they're excited and thrilled. And the pegasi spook because of the explosion, and they've gathered their breath enough at this point for them to start running again, and they begin galloping. And Oka, basically, what you hear is. Boom! Ah! Uh, as the Pegasi like begin to run toward you and catch up toward you, you're like you're lagging behind. Like the bullets are leaving you in the distance, Oka. On that cinematic cliffhanger, as the the snake snake guys like slither right past, and Dewey, you can understand them saying, "Ha, losers! Eat our dirt! Eat our snake dirt, losers! Yeah, good job, big sis." And the snake goes. As they continue, like, slithering off, uh, catching up to the bullets. And let's end it on that image of Oka, like, freeze-framed, about to get run over, V unconscious, on the ground, Dewey feathers singed, Manaya breaking through, like, gloriously, this, like, explosion. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Transplaner. This episode was edited by Waffles of Waffles Maple Syrup, a Starfinder and Pathfinder 2E podcast and stream you can check out wherever you pod your casts. This episode is also sponsored by Explain Trade, a bespoke training consultancy specializing in trade policy, negotiations, and communication. Music is by Connie Chong, CIS, Fezlian Studios, and Soundstripe. Please consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. This helps so much with getting new listeners to find us. New podcast episodes drop every Tuesday. If you can't wait that long, tune into our live stream Saturdays at 7 p.m. U.S. Central Time on Twitch at TransplanerRPG. Also, toss us a follow on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at TransplanerRPG. We also have a Patreon. Patrons get early access to episodes, character sheets, high-res art, and much, much more. And finally, a very special thank you to our Patreon Paragons. Abigail Rytel, Azara, Brookbright, Charles, Chiacres, Cora Eckert, Lex Slater, Mavilis, Mitzi, Moonflower T, Purple Mouse, Risa, and Target.